0: To episode 12 of Talking Element, where we are discussing the third wheel, misunderstanding the Holy Spirit, uh, week two. Who is the Spirit uh, today? Aaron and I are joined by Kelly Borjas. Hello. Aaron gave you credit last week as the impetus of this series. So, would you mind a introducing yourself <laughs> yeah. and b uh, for you? Why was doing a series like this important? Ooh,
1: okay. So, my name is Kelly. Uh, been at Element coming up on three years. And I'm married to Joseph, have two little boys, Josh and Luke. And I think that... Hashtag drummer. So in case... Oh, hashtag drummer. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Who got kicked to the side too. (laughs) Gosh, a few things. So I've been in experiences in churches where the Holy Spirit is maybe misused or Mm -hmm. overblown. Mm -hmm. And so then I've also been in places where Holy Spirit is under focused on. Mm -hmm. I think Jeff did a sermon and I think it was like fantastic information, but it was scratching the surface. And actually, uh, the latest Bible study did Francis Chan's, I think, Forgotten God Mm -hmm. uh, book a few years ago. And I just remember that being really instrumental in Mm -hmm. how I viewed the Holy Spirit. So Mm -hmm. all those reasons.
0: How do you feel element on that spectrum? Where, Mm -hmm. Where does element fall?
1: Okay. So I've never had that feeling leaving element that is like, oh, that's uncomfortable or that doesn't seem to line up with scripture. Mm. So for that, I am just so, so thankful. Mm. That said, <laughs> I think I think sometimes we just don't focus on the Holy Spirit enough mm. as a practical part of our lives. We might refer to the Holy Spirit in theology, but as a functional part of our daily lives, we just don't hear the, the Holy Spirit referred to enough or give the Holy Spirit enough credit, myself included, but... That's what I
0: think. Excellent. Well, thank you, Kelly.
2: Uh, Would you mind, Aaron, giving us a brief overview? So today we do our second week, obviously, of misunderstanding the Holy Spirit. And what we want to do is talk about some doctrine and some theology about Who the Holy Spirit is, what He does in our lives, and how that really applies to how we live every day. And what we see is the Holy Spirit is God. He is personal. He has written the words in the scriptures. He makes them come alive to us. And then He reminds us as He makes that come alive what Jesus has done for us. Because Jesus says when the Holy Spirit comes, He's going to point to me and what I have done. And so really today what we want to understand is that work of the Spirit and how He points to the work of Christ. And that's really one of the largest things he does in us is takes the advocacy of Jesus dying for our sins, rising from the grave, and begins to make that real and true in how we live every single day of our life. Do you see the Holy Spirit active and present in the
0: middle of your guys' life?
1: Yes. And I was thinking during the sermon, I think that the Holy Spirit has shown up in different ways in different parts of my life or in different seasons of my life. Mm -hmm. So... I've had times where the Holy Spirit truly is my comforter and is is the person who reminds me of scripture to give me the peace that I need. And I've had times where I feel the Holy Spirit is pushing me or nudging me to reach out to somebody or to say something or not say something, as the case may be. So yeah, definitely. But it's not always the same. It looks a little different based on the situation.
2: I this is kind of, I feel like a lot of things in my life. I typically see the Holy Spirit in, many times in hindsight of what he mm-hmm. was doing. Like I get through something and it's like, oh my goodness, he was there and working. Why didn't I see it then? I mean, there there are a couple of times where I have been doing something and it is like, God's spirit is just like, do this. And I'm like, whoa, that was heavy. Uh-huh. And, and you know, because it's so strong and then you argue with him. I don't want to do that. I'm going to look weird. Yes, I do. It's just many times it's, it's kind of that hindsight thing as, as I realized how he was working, but I was so caught up in what it was at the moment. I didn't even see it in those moments.
0: Mm. Through those, those times, what has changed in your life um, in, because of what the Holy Spirit has done?
2: I try to be more aware uh, like, I, th- there are now sometimes I'll be in the middle of a conversation, uh, especially things that well, used to happen at home before COVID, when there are things that take place or someone come up and talk to me. And I would actually, as I'm talking to someone in my head, go, God, show me right now when I'm supposed to say what you want me to do, because I want to be more present and listen. And, when I, and seeing things in hindsight, I realize how much I don't think I listen to his leading. And so I try to be much more aware and open and asking in those moments, what do you want me to do right now? Mm.
1: I think what it does when you know the Holy Spirit is working, it it brings a humility or almost a, a reverence that God would use me as a part of his story or his work in the world. And that's where I want it to be. And I think probably if it feels more me centered, it's not the Holy Spirit. It's not about what God's doing.
0: And was there a time where your heart fought the conviction? And, and what did the Holy Spirit do to lead you through
2: that? It's like every single time the Holy Spirit starts talking to me. Drive nicer. No. When I get to my destination, I'll repent. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like our first response is always to rebel a little bit against it. Like, this is what I want to do. And you know, we have that thing where we make ourselves the king of our own little kingdom. And yes, we say God is king and Lord of our lives, but... Because we have made our lives about our own little kingdoms, I think when the Holy Spirit calls us to die to ourselves and give something up, our first response is usually to fight against him and what he's calling us to.
1: Um, I think oftentimes I'll find myself in a conversation and I might have some piece of information or maybe it's something negative about someone else. And I'll feel that like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Mm. And lots of times I say it and I shouldn't. And I feel the conviction Mm. and I feel the warning like don't
0: don't so trying to move into the the, the more practical now i wanted to ask for you guys how do you gauge whether it's the spirit prompting pushing speaking versus an internal just desire or fear or
2: like like how do you discern um spirit versus us for me the spirits prompting is usually not usually always unselfish Hmm. And my promptings usually center around things of, I don't want to say personal gain or things like that. If, if I was living on my own without God's spirit, I would never do this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the promptings are typically, mm-hmm. move us to be more imitators of God as dearly loved children. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. I think I have a back and forth, like, okay, I feel the prompting, so then I have to pray about it. Like, Lord, do you really want me to do this? Should I do this? Is oh, see, this now, that's your do? personality right there. It, we ask about it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I probably pray about it. And then obviously, like, the Holy Spirit's not going to have you do something that's against scripture. Mm, and right. so if it's something bigger, maybe it's like a three-pronged approach, like, it's going to line up with scripture. Generally, I would ask someone I'm close to, like, in my community, like, for wisdom and prayer. So I feel like those those things would be kind of my like litmus tests is it the holy spirit or is it yeah. me makes sense can i ask a question about the sermon that is like yeah. kind of a clarification question when you talk about the holy spirit being an advocate for us on earth. Yes. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because that's like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around what exactly Excellent. that
2: means. So, yeah. So the Holy Spirit being an advocate on earth, meaning he is the one who makes the word of Christ come alive to our hearts. So what he does is he advocates Jesus's advocacy to us Personally, So he takes that and makes that come alive to him. And when we understand really the depth of what the gospel is, that is the spirit taking that advocacy, being our legal advocate many times against our own hearts that want to think we are unworthy after God has called us worthy and saying, no, this is who you are. He's taking those legal ramifications of what Jesus did and applying them directly to our hearts and lives.
1: Okay. So for simplistic language... I, could re- I don't
2: know if there's a simplistic way to say well, that. Well,
1: there you it's, go. Someone's
2: got <laughs> But I mean, that's that's why when we talk about things like that's why a series on the Holy Spirit isn't a blog. It's 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 weeks because it's taking the the depth of what He does and trying to understand it in all these ways. And maybe this thing that said this week about the advocacy of the Spirit it takes months or years to really get but you start to have that and think about that and stew on that which i know you're going to do because that's you
1: i know i will Mm
2: -hmm. so what and once you get it write a blog about it
1: so what i hear you saying or how i would kind of personalize that would be um kind of the concept of preaching to myself like the holy Mm -hmm. spirit is going to remind me of scriptures that say i am justified i'm no longer a slave to fear i am
2: uh, don't don't focus on yourself. Focus on what Christ did.
1: Right. I am yeah. forgiven. I yeah. am free. All of these things that, you know, I want to start to believe the lies. I'm unworthy. I'm, I should feel guilty. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Right. Holy Spirit's going to remind me of the truth. Like, I am saved through Christ. That's it.
2: Plain well, and simple. I think this is why, uh, if you look at different translations, they use a different word. They don't just use the word advocate because advocate sometimes doesn't even make sense to a lot of people today. Okay. So, you know, the NIV counselor, Right. Uh, You know, I mean, I don't think we use the word, but therapist or this, where the ESV uses the word helper, because it's taking those things and the Holy Spirit is counseling us about what Christ has done. He is helping us to understand what Christ has done. But the word means so much more than that. But those are the words they're trying to use to help us to understand the concept of what Jesus is saying in those verses.
1: Okay. So, like, when we start to condemn ourselves, yes. the Holy Spirit's going to remind us that there is, therefore, no condemnation. condemnation. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so,
2: the Holy Spirit working in our lives, again, reminds us of the scriptures that he wrote. Therefore, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus.
1: Okay, I follow that. Yeah. That's a very complicated it concept. Is.
2: It is. But that's why I said today's more theological Yeah. And I think some people will get that quicker than others, and it will take time to kind of get there, but that's the Holy Spirit growing us as He takes us to understand better. Helper, counselor, advocate, I mean, just, it's all those words trying to put into context what that means.
1: And it's, uh, because He does all those things. He does do all those things. Sometimes He comforts us. Sometimes it's just...
2: But all those things are summed up in that word, paraclete. Okay. God is so much bigger than our understanding. And it, again, I don't think there's any way this side of eternity we're going to fully get. I don't think our minds can grasp it.
1: So I agree with you, but I do think that it could almost be easy to listen to a sermon like this and be like, this is just too hard for me to understand. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to, I'm just going to let it go. I
2: actually worried about that, about this message. So Jesus is our,
0: our advocate. Uh, he does not advocate our goodness, but his righteousness. Uh, this is stuff you've said. Uh, Jesus does not uh advocate our worthiness but his substitution and the holy spirit reminds us and 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 brings those things to mind changes our heart due to those truths
2: is that an an okay way to sum that up yeah He, he he reminds us because our salvation is not based upon ourselves or our good works or what we do and that's really that that deep reminder that he brings. When we're like, I've got to get it better. I've got to get it right. Oh, mm-hmm. God must not love me because I did this thing. And it's, it's the reminder that you're not saved by those things. You're saved by the work of mm-hmm. Christ.
0: So last question I have. If somebody's listening to this and they don't hear, feel those reminders, what does that mean? Or how can they... How can they grow to listen to the Spirit? Like, what what would your advice be if they're if they're feeling like, well, I don't know if I have the Spirit then because I don't I don't he- hear that when I'm beating myself up or in, downtrodden.
1: I think you got to read the Bible because mm-hmm. you have to read the Bible and know the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my thought there. But also, I just know for me, uh, I run a lot, and so I have forty five minutes or an hour away from distractions. That 45 minutes or whatever, I can kind of tune out the rest of the world. And that's probably my most focused time where I can pray or just be still. One
2: of the greatest special revelations we have from God is the scriptures. And and we get to read them and know what God is saying. And so often we don't read the scriptures at all. We don't take time to get away. Verses where God says, you know, be still and know that I am God. And how often are we still in our culture today? Even with COVID, most of us are trying to find find things to do we're bored but we're bored doing all these things we don't just stop and stopping can be running you know stopping can be rowing on a rower swimming in a pool mowing the lawn you know whatever it is there's there's a way that we stop and quiet our mind
1: it is hard if you don't have some quiet time i think to be able to hear the spirit
2: Mm -hmm. find those those certain things that allow you to be able to get quiet before him and actually begin to listen Mm -hmm. Because not just God. What do you want me to do here? I don't hear anything. It's it's the idea of God leads us. You know, He doesn't. Sometimes He does grab and pulls where we need to be, but most of the time it's this it's this leading that He moves us from one place to the next to grow as deeper into who He is.
1: It can be really daunting to listen and be like, Well, how do you hear the Holy Spirit? What do you do? Where do you mm-hmm. go? And it goes back to what you're saying. Our salvation is by grace and what Jesus Mm. has done. And it's not indicated by what the Holy, hold on. How do I want to word that? It's not, it's, the Holy spirit's going to work through us and he's going to be present in our lives. But that doesn't mean that all the time, every time in every moment of every day, I'm perfectly walking in the spirit because I'm still a sinner. And that's the beauty of being saved by grace. It is a
2: life of stimulation. We're not always overtly stimulated. Yeah.
1: Not always overtly stimulated and, and once you become a Christi- Christian, yeah, you're on the upward trajectory yeah. of a walk with the Lord, but it still goes like mm-hmm. this. And I just think it's important to know that so that I, I just think it, otherwise you listen and you're like, yeah. I'm not there. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do
2: it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to say, oh, you don't read the Bible. So you can't hear the Holy Spirit either. I mean, cause it's not what it is. It's it, what, what do we do to develop relationship? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, God has done everything needed for that relationship to be developed And do we avail avail ourselves of those things that he has done?
1: It's always like a gentle invitation. Come back to me. Like, you're weary and heavy burdened. Come back to me.
2: It's so interesting that we've never done this before, uh, something on the Holy Spirit like this, because he is so misunderstood. And there's so many things, I think, that we place upon him that should not be on him and certain things that we don't that we should realize he does. Well, thank you both very much. Uh, Great conversation.
0: We know that this is a complicated message; that it is not easily grasped, um, much harder to live out in the day to day. You may have more questions now than you did at the beginning, um, and that's okay. Uh, come to the live service; Aaron will answer.
2: Them. <laughs> come to the live service; Aaron
0: will we'll try to help make it a little more clearer. <laughs> um, but it's it's really a thing where we hope that you are growing in your understanding, in your reliance on the Holy Spirit, um, even if it's slow. Even if it's yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Or it's a
1: lifetime, right? Yeah.
0: Well, it will be a lifetime. Yeah. For sure. So if you have any questions, you can come to live service, uh, Ask Aaron. You can email us, um, info at our uh, write in the YouTube comments, um, whatever it needs to be to reach out. And um, other than that, we'll be back next week.
1: The backstory is we have our GC over on Sundays, and so we like watch the sermon together, and then we try and stop in the middle and answer the question. So I told Joseph, I was like, "Pray as the Spirit leads, okay?" And he's like, "What well, if the Spirit doesn't lead?" And I'm like, "Does the Holy Spirit sound like my voice telling you to do
2: it?" <laughs> he didn't respond, though, so
1: and I don't
2: think that, that was the Holy Spirit. So he's <laughs> don't respond.
1: He knows how to listen or it's gonna, not. It's going to cause an issue. <laughs>